Welcome to the Start, Scale, Succeed podcast with me, your host, Nicole Higgins, the Buy and Retail Coach, sharing tips, advice, and insight from entrepreneurs that have just launched to multi-million pound business owners. We will be discussing the challenges they faced, advice they would give, and the milestones they achieved and how they got there. Also joining me will be a broad range of experts with some tips and practical how-tos, episodes that will help your business grow and to enable you to live the life you crave. The types of experts that you'll hear from will be those that you will find beneficial as you start and scale your business, from branding and social media experts to mindset coaches and PR marketing. There will also be solo episodes from me discussing a variety of topics from sourcing to maximizing the profit in your business. When I worked in retail, we were very fortunate to have access to numerous trend websites that were all targeted at big businesses from a price and a content point of view. But if you're a small business, where can you get that information and how can you interpret it to ensure it's relevant to your business and your customer? The answer is the Better Trend Company. Today, I'm joined by Natalie and Louise, founders of the Better Trend Company, which has been specifically established to support independents and small design businesses to access trend reports and design strategies. Thank you very much for joining me today, ladies. Thanks for having us. Now, uh, I was just saying, it's the first time I've done a podcast with two people, so we'll, uh, we'll see how it goes. But um, can you just introduce yourselves and the business? Yeah. So firstly, thanks for having us. And it's, this is our first official podcast as the Better Trends Company. So this is super exciting. As we've been in industry a long time, both of us, but this is um, quite a new company for us. And we created it, as you saying, specifically for small and medium design and retail businesses who really don't have access, either cost or time or overwhelm of information from, from the larger agencies who are doing a great job, but we just wanted to focus on those that are kind of shut out. So we created the Better Trends Company to just do a bit better for those that really need the information on the resources that we can provide. And Louise, what's your background? So I come from a trends and forecasting background, and I am came from quite a corporate background, actually. So I started off in styling and art direction, much more sort of fashion-focused trends. And I worked for GQ and Vogue and magazines in my 20s and then moved into trend forecasting quite naturally um, as it was coming up quite organically then. And WGSM was quite big in the sort of um, early, mid-2000s. And I did a lot of freelance for them and then worked client side. And most recently, I worked agency side. So research, insight, trends, figuring out what people want and when they want them for big companies like Swarovski, Adidas, Ikea, Samsung. So I am quite corporate, um, but I've also been teaching at University of the Arts London for quite a while. And that really made me think about those coming up in industry, the startups, small businesses. Yeah. And I started to question that. And then I met Natalie. So Natalie, tell me a bit more about your background. Yeah, so I um, um, I started off my career as a packaging, packaging designer. Um, and I was like assisted on photo shoots or helping with their styling. And then I've worked both freelance and um in-house designing like doing web design doing packaging brochures all of that and then slowly kind of 
moved over to illustration. It was something that I enjoyed doing a lot more. I started working in product development, so sort of white labeling for different companies and de dealing with their packaging and their product design, working with a team of people on that. And then, um, yeah, eventually just sort of really enjoyed the illustration side of things and then got into licensing. And then now I have my own business selling greeting cards. And do you still do the packaging as well as the Better Trends company? Do you still do your own? Do you still do the packaging? Do you still freelance as packaging designer and that side of things as well? Yeah, now and again, I design for other people. So I've designed for, say, like UK Greetings or Mother Care. I design for the um, international design group. So designing patterns for them as well. But it is a lot to kind of have everything, everything that we're doing at the moment. So that's taken a little bit of a backseat for now. Um, I was just saying, I was on your website and love all the illustrations and the patterns and everything. They're all done by you and they look fantastic. Oh, and thank you. How did you two meet then? Because you've not known each other very long, have you? No, two, uh, two years. So it was at the last, the top draw in January 2020 before everything, before the world went mad. Uh, like literally just before, wasn't it, Louise? And Louise was presenting, a, you were you were doing a talk on trends yeah. and I, my, I had a, my um, trade show stand was opposite. So it was really good actually because where they hold the retail fest, I got to watch all of the, um, presentations that people were doing and so I've always been really interested in trends enjoy working with trends and so that one I got to watch the whole thing and Louise was um, hosting a panel and then we just got chatting afterwards and I kind of you know mentioned to her about being a small business and not really having access to that trends mm -hmm. as a small business and then we just kept in touch didn't we over the next couple of years because you had a few changes with work and um, yeah, we just kept in touch and it went from there, really. Natalie sent me gorgeous cards. I had a baby during lockdown, which was quite, you know, a unique experience, let's say. And Natalie and I were in touch. Nat's also um, got young kids. And yeah, we just kept chatting. She sent me some beautiful cards, cheer me up in lockdown, being stuck at home with the baby. And um, we just got on and we just talked more and more about it and figured that, with both our experiences, we really could kind of do better. Yeah. Not that we're better than any other agencies, but just doing better for the people that we wanted to provide resources and services for. Yeah, for your target market, which is the small to medium-sized business. Because like you say, there is nothing out there. And mm. if people are looking at trends, so and we're not just talking about trends as in what's coming down a catwalk. Give me an overview of basically what what trends are how they come about and then if you could talk me through what are a bit of the highlight of what's kind of trending and what's what's kind of bubbling up and what's coming for 2022 yeah sure so i think what exactly what you mentioned nicole that idea of trends are on the catwalk or trends are fashion or when i ask my students you know what do you think a trend is i get answers like boot cut jeans or you know Y2K. And so we have very specific ideas about what's on TikTok or these very specific fads. And really, we want to sort of democratize and demystify all of that. Trends can just seem so abstract and, you know, like it's, it's a big secret. What's trending? I don't know. What's going to be the next thing? And actually, it's not that hard 
or else people wouldn't do it. You know, it's, yeah. it's just taking a bit of a, a step back, zooming out and thinking, well, what's going on in the world? Like Natalie said, you know, the world has been going completely mad. How are people feeling? What, what does that mean in their behaviour? And so there is a little bit of kind of psychology, a little bit of that. But really, it's just thinking, well, what do I feel? What do my customers feel? Am I feeling like I want to hide under the duvet or do I want to go out and party? And realistically, those are movements. Those are trends. It's attitudes, behaviors, values that people are, you know, behaving, feeling. And then what what are they buying? What are they doing? How are they working? We all know about hybrid working. What's the impact on that? And that filters all the way back down to products. Yeah. So that's and, and just to highlight, it, it's basically it's the behaviors that drive the purchasing decisions. Then exactly, you know, based on like you say, their attitudes, their behaviors, their values, feelings. Everyone was working from home. You know, people were investing in skincare, but not investing in cosmetics. You know, and they were investing in their really nice joggers, but no one was buying occasion dresses or whatever exactly. it might be. No one's going anywhere. And I know that's very obvious um, comparison, <laughs> or you know, but like you say, it's it's. It's how what's going on and mm. taking that step back to see how that um, affects people's buying decisions. And so for 2022 then, or how far in advance do you normally work? So we work kind of close, depending on who we're working with. Obviously, we just yeah. work with Top Draw, who are a great um, design-led trade show who work quite close to season. So we've been doing 2022 and showing that now for people that work close to market um, or want to speed to market. But at the same time, we are about to release our 2023-24 report as well. Um, I sort of want to say as well that we don't really work in enforced market seasons as we have quite clear, sustainable and ethical values. We don't believe that enforced seasonality is really good for small businesses, the pressure that they feel to conform to changing things quarterly. It's, you know, it's kind of a manufactured idea and seasonality in terms of occasion is still there, but seasonality in terms of changing our wardrobes the whole time, changing our lifestyles, it's it's kind of something that is we are seeing fading out and we don't really subscribe to that. So we're looking much more at overarching ideas of Trending graphics, trending print and pattern, trending, you know, um, colours and things rather than saying this is the next three months. You have to do this this quarter or else. Yeah, we don't yeah. really believe that's beneficial. And so for 2020, if we if we think more closer to market then for 2022, what are the things that small businesses should be thinking about from a trend point of view? So. I'll talk to the bigger stuff and then I know Natalie's got amazing yeah. design direction. Um, so we are looking, I guess the key things are really about coming out of, you know, our enforced sort of period of reflection and COVID and everything. And lots of people are feeling, you know, quite differently. So we do have lifestyles that are much more relaxed. We want to take a step back from everything. And we've identified this as something called slow rituals. So it's about having everyday rituals that are really mindful, they're beneficial for our mental health, and having beautiful designed products around us that are also timeless, long-lasting, we're investing, um, 
and creating a really beneficial, positive environment for ourselves in our homes or in our offices, wherever this may be. And then the kind of opposing trend, trends are never just the same. There's always a yin and a yang to trends. So the opposing trend for this one, um, we've got many, a few other trends, but these are, these are quite key, uh, is called positive reinforcement. And this one is about really rebelling against everything that's happened in the past couple of years and wanting to live life, wanting to get out there and celebrate and connect with humans and feel that love and positivity and without it being toxic positivity. We know everything's not okay. It's not about don't worry, be happy. It's not that kind of thing. It's just authentically connecting on a human joyful level and enjoying life. So those are the kind of sentiments that we've been looking at at a macro level. And Natalie has been working on the design directions for those. So how what does that look like then, Natalie, from a design direction? Uh, so, well, I'll start with so rituals. That's, um, the so rituals trend is very sort of organic shapes. It's lots of sort of earthy colours, greys, um, just more neutral colours. Um, we've also seen... Uh, for that trend with typography, just really um, some like sans serif fonts. Um, actually, both we've seen serif fonts as well, but just really um, limited as to what's on there. Um, just think what else we have for that. Just very, in terms of sort of stationary embossing, things like that, just something that's very minimal. Mm-hmm. for that trend and um, positive reinforcements the opposite of that so it's very colorful it's very lime green pink blue there's some marbling in there some cheeky sentiments um sans serif fonts for that one and if you're a small business how can you start looking at trends what would you how what would you advise small businesses to do other than first of all going straight to you <laughs> because <laughs> um, that's a given um how how would you advise them to start looking at things for their business from a trend point of view I think well I for myself having a small business I think you I think what we want to sort of our message that we want to get across is just for people to take what they really feel like is working for them just really take what works for you so don't feel like you have to follow these trends um, well, I, mean, that we've got. I mean more how say if they're start you know if they're I suppose two questions if you're a new business how do you find out what is trending what should you be looking for how do you approach it I think if you're a new business I think the most important thing is just to find out who your target customer is so just really nailing that down what are they doing what what are they buying how are they feeling again like the more um, the things that Louise was just talking about um, and just really figuring it out from there, mm-hmm. just finding out what, what's going on with them and how you can tailor your designs to the trends that would be relevant to them, really. And if you're an existing business? Um, if you're an existing business, I think you already have that information you should have the information about who you're trying to target um, and just find out what really works for you. So if you, um, yeah, just whichever trend you feel would work better for your customer 
and and for you really like I I would use certain colors for my designs I would pull the colors out for positive reinforcement the graphics that we had for that one really wouldn't work for my style of card but I can pull the colors out um, we can talk we could look at um, using things as props in photography you and it also worth mentioning that for for an existing business it's it's a nice way to give yourself a brief to work with instead of just having unlimited options that you can work within you can actually look at these trends see what you can take for them set yourself a brief and then you've got some parameters to be working with so to find those trends in the first place where do they so they've looked at their customer they understand who their customer is so then they are looking for right where do i find this color information are there any free things that people can look for or is it everything that you have to pay for and then you can talk about your services versus versus you know people like wsn if you want yeah i think that it's always hard and as everyone who has ever tried doing trends research knows there's so much out there and there's so much to research. This that is the is, thing, it's like, how do you how mm. do you decide? And I know like you're saying what's relevant to your customer, but sometimes you're bombarded with so mm. much. How do you narrow that down? Yeah, that's, uh, that's always really tricky because sometimes when you are bombarded with so much, it feels like you almost have this sense of doubt kick in you're like, oh, well, I felt like I wanted to do X, but now I'm seeing all this stuff. Should I do X, Y, and Z? And it's really hard to narrow everything down. And depending on what sort of person you are and what you enjoy, it is worth doing a bit of your own research. It is maybe you enjoy looking at the fashion shows. Maybe you enjoy going on TikTok and looking at what, you know, all the younger people and the Gen Z creators are experimenting with. Maybe you enjoy kind of getting into articles and actually figuring out, you know, what people are really doing and how they're living. You know, we talked about hybrid working earlier. And so it's up to you how you really want to explore what's in culture. There's no trade secret about trends. It's what's in culture. And we are all part of culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we partake in it every day. It's, culture is everything we consume and everything we produce. So... You know, the TV shows that you're watching, what are your friends talking about? Are they all watching Bridgerton or is everything much more Squid Game? Or, you know, what kind of aesthetic are you leaning towards? Are you excited by? So that kind of narrows it down for you because it is personal preference. Yeah. We can't, we don't want to like everything. We want to put a line in the sand and have an opinion. And that's what your brand is. Your brand is, you know, showing those values, those aesthetics, that kind of um, proposition. So that's part of it that will narrow it down for you. And then obviously you can go and research. There are free reports. There are blogs. There's all sorts. But again, it's up to you whether you have time or money. You know, I think, you know, when you're a small business, you are juggling so many places. You know, you're the accountant, you're the, you know, depending on what stage you're at of your business, you know, you're, you're the accountant, you're, the you know the designer you're the the buyer you're the merchandiser you know you're the designer you're you're you know um, shuffling you're juggling uh, spinning all those plates so tell me then how does your business actually work what do you provide as services that people can use as small businesses ourselves we're literally doing everything you've just listed as well so we don't want to provide everything it's curated it's meant to be helpful in terms of time, finance. And so we have a very 
curated small selection of reports. And the first one we are about to release is the macro trends and design direction. So what we've kind of spoken to just now, this will be for next year. And it's about what those consumer sentiments, values look like, what that means for your business. Um, we pull in a bit of strategy for you, give you examples of other brands who maybe are doing this quite well or what that might look like. And then we have a whole section of di design directions. So we give you three big trends. And from those three trends, we give you six design directions. So different two design directions for each big macro trend. And that is everything from materials, styles, typography, um, and color palettes. Right. So it's an overview. It's not category specific, but if that's what you want for your business, that's something that is really, really helpful and gives you direction for the entire year next year into 2024. Can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and that retails at 299, is that right? Yeah, that's right. And for some people, like if you don't realize how much trend reports can be in their thousands, you know, to access WGSN, you, you know, depending on how many people users you have, it's, you know, it's a five figure sum, I think, yeah. um, you know, so it's such really good value for money for the content that, you know, you're going to provide and it's digital, isn't it? It's so it's down, it's downloaded. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all, you know, super easy to access. And then, um, we've got some smaller ones. So Natalie, do you want to talk about what's what we've got coming up? Yeah, I think we're going to, we, we want to, we want to focus on the things that are going to be most important to people. And um, so we're going to look at print and pattern uh, typography um, and just, we might add certain ones in the future, but um, for now, we're going to focus on the ones that most people can use, like they, they would find the most usable. And those smaller reports, how, um, what kind of retail price would they be, those be? I think depending on what we're doing, because we're still working on those, they would <clears> range <throat> from about £60 to about £120. And They're good. Yeah. So we would just um, have the smaller reports for, for, you know, small businesses that only want to, um, you know, if they want, if they're just interested in in graphics rather than the big macro trends. So just making it really accessible for people, really. Where would you like to see yourself next year? Oh, that's a great question. We're very ambitious. You know, we're just because we're a small business doesn't mean that we don't have grand plans. And we really want to be able to get the message out there that trends can be democratized you know they're open they're accessible they're not scary they're not abstract they're actually a super useful part of your business to help you focus on your customer make your product and your services relevant to your customer make yourself relevant in culture relatable to culture and also like natalie said give yourself that framework don't make things hard for yourself um, whilst also being able to tweak colours and tweak everything to suit your business. We're very about sort of making it right for businesses. We're not about preaching the um, sort of must-haves or the colour of the year. I actually think the colour of the year is rubbish. 
So sorry for people that really follow it, but <laughs> it's, it's just a manufacturer. You always see a few though, because I, you know, you see a double DSN's color of the year, and then you might see a Pinterest color of the year. Yeah, and, then and they're generally different. And one might be coral and the other one might be lilac. So they're poles exactly. apart. Head, you know what I mean? Exactly. So I think, yeah. Or a Pantone color of the year. That's the one you usually see like a Pinterest color of the year, sometimes a, pan, a Pantone color yeah. of the year. And then maybe somebody else, somebody else's color of and the everyone's year. Everyone's got a color of the year. Dulux has a color of the year. And of course, they're all relevant to the industries. You know, Dulux is obviously a different industry to perhaps what Pantone caters for. But the point is, don't slavishly follow them. Mm-hmm. Those aren't trends. They're not trends that have directly come from culture. Some of them have. You see rationale behind them that this represents certain things or, you know, Pantone have been good about trying to make it socially um, engineered that it's about climate crisis or it's about gender. Um, is it? So I kind of question that. And I also think that those manufactured concepts then drive businesses to overproduce and to manufacture things in the color of the year, the must-have shape, the must-have trend, where maybe they wouldn't do that. And it causes stress, it causes overproduction, it's production costs, it's manufacturing costs of marketing costs and things that essentially are going to lead to markdown and waste. When you you still have to think back to your customer and their shopping behavior and their previous purchasing behavior and what they bought from you in the past you know and being commercial with your decisions and not just slavishly um buying into a trend you know if it's not right for you and your business at that current time it's not sustainable for small businesses to work that way they no. went differently and to have to switch up your selection of products all the time and it, it's just not a good way to work you just got markdowns and it's stressful. It's overwhelming as a small business. Like you pointed out earlier, there's so much more to do yeah. um, that it just doesn't need to be something that you need to really stress over too much. <laughs> <laughs> and if people want to work with you, how, where can they find you? Mostly online at the moment, although we are now, now we finished top draw. We are starting to do lots of talks as well. So you probably see us um, in various places. So Definitely check us out on Instagram. That's where we are on social media at the moment. And, and your Instagram handle is the Better Trends Co. Okay. So we'll put that in the show notes as well. Yeah, we're always online. Me and Natalie run it. You know, again, with accessibility, we are very transparent. We want to be open and it's us in the DMs. So come and chat to us. And then go online at thebettertrendscompany.com and check out Natalie's beautiful graphics and our amazing website and find out a bit more about us, what we do and the consultancy side of it too. We are starting up um, consultancies, one-to-ones specific to when we say SMEs, obviously the more medium-sized companies probably uh, are looking for advisory and bespoke projects so we've actually started consulting with one or two more medium-sized businesses that want those specifics so yeah we're we're excited about that fantastic and your report is going to be available in april is that right yeah that's right yes so thanks very much for joining me and where can people find you thanks nicole um yeah so people can find us on instagram we are at the better trends co 
And Natalie and I run it ourselves in the name of total transparency and accessibility. We are on the DM, so do come and chat with us. You can find us on our website at thebettertrendscompany.com and come and see Natalie's beautiful graphics and all our amazing layouts and find out a bit more about us plus our consultancy work that we do um, for medium-sized companies or anyone that wants a one-to-one. If you would like to know a bit more about the trends that we did this year for Top Draw that are relevant all through 2022, you can sign up to our newsletter via our website and you will get a free download of the PDF report that is 17 pages long with four of our trends in for this year. So check it Fantastic. out. I am off to I'm off to subscribe. I actually did it this morning. So I'm looking forward hey. to it. <laughs> right. Well, thank you very much, ladies. I hope you've enjoyed thank the podcast. You. I would love for you to leave a review and I will chat to you again next Thursday on Start Scale Succeed. Mm-hmm.